0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Greater Than Podcast. My name is Elijah Merle. So honored and blessed you took out the time to join us again today, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Stitcher, Breaker, all the different platforms that you find yourself listening. We're so honored that you click play on another episode of The Greater Than Podcast. Today, we've got a special treat. Last week, we had Pastor Jeremy Pearsons on the podcast, and what an amazing time we had with him talking about the anointing. This week, we are honored and blessed with the presence here a uh, Pastor David Winston. Pastor David, how are you, sir? I'm great, Elijah, how are you? And thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Yes, sir, it's my honor and privilege, I'm doing well. So guys, uh, Pastor David Winston, obviously the son of doctor and pastors, Bill and Veronica Winston. We're so honored and blessed to have him here. We're so thankful for the lineage, for the legacy of faith. We're just keeping this thing going with the legacy of faith here for a couple of podcasts. It's a beautiful thing. So here, uh, Pastor David Winston, I asked him to come on the podcast to talk to us about submission oh man, i tell you you got oh no you guys are i know y'all are happy now you're like let's get out the notes let's get it going we're going to have a good time though i'm telling you if you get the principles of these things it'll change your life forever so i'm gonna pray we're not going to dilly dally as they say i'm gonna pray and then we're going to dig right on in father god thank you so much for another opportunity to gather around your word to communicate your word father we ask that you speak through us as the very oracles of god that which would invoke change, that would get us to a new level in you. We say, speak Lord for your servants, your sons and your daughters here. And we give you praise for that in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So pastor, Pastor David, sir, uh, would you kind of talk to us about this subject submission? Just take us in here and we're going to listen and we're going to enjoy it. Go ahead, sir. Sure, sure. Um,
1: well, you know, submission is a, is a great topic. You know, I, I uh, grew up in a household where my dad was a military man. Um, my father, Dr. Bill Winston, he's now in the ministry, and our ministry's um, been around for over 30 years. And I'm following in his footsteps, as some would say, and carrying on the legacy of faith as a minister as well. And I've been in my own role for over a decade. But um, submission was something that was very big today. You know, like I said, he was a military man. He was in the Air Force for six years. He uh, flew in the Air Force fighter pilot and he was a decorated fighter pilot, fighter pilot, uh, Top Gun, a couple times. And he flew and fought in the Vietnam War. And he understood submission uh, probably Mm. better than most, you know, as most military men do, and then being a child of somebody who's in the military, uh, often um, we don't have the privilege of having those military experiences, yet uh, we are told to adhere to the same standards, um, so to speak, as the military. It's funny, you know, growing up, I remember my dad would tell me that there's three appropriate responses for when he asks me something or he's asked if I've done something yes, sir, no, sir, and no excuse, sir. You know, where do you think that came from? <laughs> yeah, so, exactly right. <laughs> so so that came from the military. So, you know, I, I had a firsthand uh, understanding and learning of what it means to be submitted. And we know as Christians and as believers, our ability to be used by God will only go as far as our position of submission toward God and our, our, the posture of our heart. And, you know, it's hard for anybody to do anything of note for God uh, when they are not completely submitted to God. And what I've learned is that, you know, submission a lot of times takes humility. It takes us humbling ourselves and um, being open. And, you know, I think submission is not something that we like to talk about, Elijah, much right now in society. Um, I think especially because... Some people don't like the leadership that they've been placed under, um, whether it's their local leadership, whether it's their boss, or whether, whether people don't like the president. You know, it's, it's, take your pick. You know, there's, there's, It seems yeah. like there's always somebody that people don't like to be placed under. But what I've learned is that if God has allowed you to be placed under them, then God expects you to work the principle that He's placed in your life for the kingdom of God, which is submission. And, you okay. know, like I said, you know, growing up in my father's household, I learned about submission. But then, you know, when I took on a role in the ministry, uh, as I'm currently the international director of Bill and ministries, and I oversee our youth ministry, children's ministries, and multi site campuses, um, you know, I, I learned that I had to submit to my father differently than I had been submitting to him growing up as a child. <clears throat> it's the same heart but it's different because now i have to submit to him also as my pastor as my prophet as my leader as the the president you know the organization and so what i learned is that in order to submit properly i have to make sure that i haven't made my opinion my own god Mm, that's good i I, and i think that that's where it comes down to because people sometimes will only submit as far as the boss's opinion lines up with your opinion or the leader's opinion lines up with your opinion you know i say that you haven't been tested in true submission yet until you have a disagreement
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah once you have a disagreement we're going to find out how submitted you are and and so it's really important for us that and it was really important for me that i really understood submission even from a different aspect and so as I went throughout the years, I had to learn that submitting to a uh, submission is not just submitting to a person, but it's submitting to the position. And Mm -hmm. once I understood that it's submitting to the position, it excommunicated the personality from it, even though I know a person is in the position, but uh, it helped me understand that it's not about the personality. It's about reverencing and, and, adhering to and even respecting the position that they hold. And so, you know, even when it comes to local officials or it comes to our pastors, you know, whatever, it's not about the personality. It's about the position and it's about the office that they hold. And if God has allowed them to be there, um, then it is up to us to submit to that leadership position. And, you know, this is really a kingdom principle. And I like to say it like this, Elijah, that, you know, like love is a kingdom principle. We all know that we're supposed to walk in love. This is easy. All of us learn this in elementary school. We learn this in children's church. I mean, we learn, you know, treat others as you want to be treated. We know God is love. And so if love is a kingdom principle, you know, just because a person is hard to love, I do something to you, Elijah, and, and, and I'm being a difficult person to love, but just because I'm hard to love doesn't make you exempt from the principle, right? Yeah. And so, let's go with integrity and honesty. Those are kingdom principles that we have to adhere to as believers. And just because there are consequences that may be severe for telling the truth or being honest or walking in integrity, or maybe there's some aspects of that that might make life a little harder for me, it doesn't make me exempt from the principle. Same thing goes with submission to authority. It's a kingdom principle. And just because the leadership might be deficient or I might not not prefer the personality that is in the leadership position it doesn't make me exempt from the principle and i think that that's That's the first thing that we have to understand about submission is submission is not something that man came up with submission is a kingdom principle that we can see laced all throughout the bible and uh and i believe that it's really important for us to understand that submitting to authority is not just submitting to a person it's submitting to a position uh and and i think the more we understand that the better position it puts us in
0: no that's great that's awesome so i'm gonna give us a, a couple of verses here uh like pastor uh, David here is, is he's looking at he's nailing all of these but I'm gonna give you some verses for this that, that where we're getting this from it's all throughout scripture as pastor David alluded to and it, uh, first Peter 1 excuse me first Peter 5 5 through7 says likewise you younger people submit yourselves to your elders yes all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility when he says be clothed with humility that literally is a picture of when Jesus clothed himself with the apron when he went to wash the disciples' feet. You see, he's talking about make yourself a servant, be clothed with humility. You know, I'll shout out again to Pastor Jeremy Pearsons. We had him on last week, but he, he talks about he when, when I was with him there in the internship that we had there, he talks about a church clothes. And, and these these are the church clothes, right? You, you've got the good church clothes that you wear on Sunday. You know, you're dressed to the nine. Well, this is the church clothes that we're supposed to have. It's humility being clothed with humility. And then he goes on to say, for God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble humble therefore humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time casting all your care upon him for he cares for you um, my spiritual father Keith Moore he would say this and so I have to say it here due time is always later than what you would want it to be that's the thing about due, due time <laughs>
1: you're exactly right <laughs>
0: Due time is always a little later than what you would like and prefer for it to be. But it's it's, it's in due time that these things happen. And I'll throw another verse here, Hebrews 13, uh, seven through eight. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You If you skip on down to verse 17, it says, Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch over your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. I love that he says that these people are watching over your souls, and if they have to give an account and it's grief, that's not gonna end well for you, you know, for me. Right. You know what I mean, so it's, it's amazing how he says that so here where he says be submissive i want to say this part and then i'm gonna toss it back i know pastor David will probably have some more here to say but here where it says be submissive it says not only obey this is what this means not only obey where no sacrifice of self is required oh i love that it huh. says you are to not, not he's not talking about when you're persuaded that they're right you know oh i submit all the time people say well yeah. i mean you agree with them but you, but you haven't really truly submitted until your will is opposed to their will. Uh-oh, yep. I'm getting into it now. They, they, I don't know if they're going to like that, Pastor David. I, I'm getting <laughs> in trouble now. Uh, now listen, so he says here, but submit with, submit meaning yielding, yielding your will for someone else, when your natural judgment and your will are opposed. So can you speak into that, uh, Pastor David, about submitting when your natural judgment and your will is opposed to what the leader has said? Absolutely.
1: Um, I just want to piggyback right on to what you're saying, Elijah, and right in that vein. In 1 Peter uh, 2, 13, it says, Submit yourselves uh, for the Lord's sake to every human authority. And and that's in the NIV version, in the New King King James version, it says, therefore submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether to the king as supreme or to governors or to those who are sent by him. Um, But that word submit there, um, it's actually a Greek word, which means to place or rank under, and it literally translates under God's arrangement. That's good. I think that that's really, really a key facet of submission that when it says, even in the Bible, it talks about um, wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. You know, that submission doesn't mean that I am less than. That Mm -hmm. submission doesn't make my wife less than or incapable. It doesn't have anything to do with the qualities that she possesses. It doesn't mean that she is deficient or should be lower in rank or looked upon as less in class. What that literally means is under God's arrangement because we serve a God of order. And when we submit to authority, we are submitting to God's arrangement. Now, I know somebody might say, well, what if they're they're not a good leader or they're doing things that are immoral or or outside of integrity or outside of God's will? And, And I understand all of that. But what God did is he placed you under authority to see if you would be faithful even under unrighteous authority. Not faithful to their agenda, faithful to his agenda.
0: That's really good.
1: Faithful to his principle. Because oftentimes it seems like, Elijah, it seems like God is preparing us for authority with authority. He's seeing how we are going to respond to unrighteous or unworthy authority. He's seeing: are we going to continue to do what God has told us to do? Because here's the interesting thing. I believe that, and and something that my dad says, is that authority is God's plan to protect his people. Mm. And I think that that's really good. That it's like that it can be raining outside, but as long as you have that umbrella over your head, it doesn't negate the rain. It just means that you can stay dry. It doesn't mean that the leadership isn't deficient, it just means that you will stay in the place of protection, of safety, and and when times of trouble arise, you'll be covered. You'll be good because you knew that you walked in integrity, you served with integrity, and you submitted properly to authority. Now, I'm not saying that we need to do anything that's immoral or outside uh, of God's word. I'm not advocating for any of that. But I do believe that there's something to be said about the heart posture of when we are submitted to what we feel like is unworthy authority. Cause come on, Elijah, let's, I like to be real. Cause you know, I, I talk to youth all the time. I said, let's be real. You may be under somebody who is a jerk. You might be under somebody who's a liar, who who cheats or has no integrity. You might be under somebody who says, do as I say, but not as I do. You you might have to observe all of this. And then with your biblical worldview and your Christian conscience, you have to weigh those things. And I want to let you know and set all of our listeners free and telling them that there's not a battle here. Mm. You can still submit to their authority while covering them in prayer and then letting God use you to be a leader to your leaders. <laughs> oh, I good. talk that's about good, that. See, I talk about that in in, uh, in my Winston Leadership Institute, which is uh, my online leadership course. I talk about the understanding that in the kingdom, you can learn how to be a leader to your leaders. There's something called leading up, which means that I am going to influence my leader by practicing biblical and kingdom principles that will leave an indelible mark on their soul and that will convict their spirit and will draw them closer to God and have them. Submit to your influence, even though you don't have a position or a rank that says naturally that you should have influence in their lives.
0: That is so good.
1: But this is the position that God has given us. But let me tell you, Elijah, this doesn't work under rebellion. Come on. My leader isn't open to my influence if I am being rebellious to their authority. Hmm. So I've learned that submission actually gives me a better position not only to be used by God, but for those who I'm under to be open to God's voice through me as a vessel.
0: Oh, that is powerful stuff, y'all. My goodness. We're going to we're going to talk more about the leadership uh, thing that that Pastor David's doing here towards the end. So please uh, stay for that to get more information about that. Um, Here's what I want to say here too: worldly submission is opposed on you but biblical submission comes from within you. Uh, mm-hmm. I like that myself. I'm going to say that again. Worldly submission is opposed on you, but biblical submission comes from within you. It's I like sure. to say it like this. It's the want to attitude. It, uh-huh. it says, I want to yield. I want to honor the authority. I want to honor. And here's something about honor, too. Honor is not earned. It's appointed. Oh, yep. man. See, Pastor David, they're not going to like me on this one. They're going <laughs> to dislike They're gonna dislike the podcast just for that one point. See, honor is not earned, it's appointed. And here's the thing about what we're talking about here, what Pastor David has been saying, what we're saying here is about humility. This is the the chief thing. Peter said, you have to be clothed with humility. Why, because this is the only way it's gonna work. But here's the thing about the humble though, the humble get more grace. Oh, man. And I'd say like this, as my spiritual father, Keith Moore, would say it. He says it like this. Grace is simply God's help. Well, with enough of God's help, you can do anything. You can overcome anything. You can get to a new level in God. You can get to where when other people are going down, you're going up. Why? Because you lowered yourself because he, you, you put yourself under his hand. You're saying, all right, God, I'm gonna submit to you and I'm gonna submit to your authority. Uh, let me say this, James four, six through seven, it's what Peter quotes, but we're gonna see it again. He gives more grace or a greater grace, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore submit, humility and submission are inseparable. Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. I wanna throw this in here. When he says more grace, he means further measures of grace. Oh, that's beautiful. A greater grace to the humble. Let me use this as an example, and I'm not calling people out here, but I'm just using it as an example. Do you know, you ever heard about people who store the richest wine in the lowest cellar? I've heard about that before. I've seen that in movies. I know of people who, who have, the, they got a good wine collection. I'm not calling you out, pre, people. I'm not, I'm because not, I can hear him now. Oh, he's talking about wine. No, stay with me. Follow the analogy. So they store the richest wines in the lowest cellar. Well, I believe that that's the same way with God and His grace. He stores the richest Mm -hmm. grace, the richest ability in the lowest seller. In other words, the more you humble yourself, the greater degree of grace you see. So Pastor David, could you speak into that about how we submit to God and Mm -hmm. then resist the devil and he'll flee from you? Absolutely, because what you
1: just said, Elisha, because when we submit ourselves to God, we put ourselves in position to receive His grace. And, yeah. and I think any kind of resisting of the devil, and when I think of resisting the devil, it's not just like the outright negative or bad sinful temptations. I also think of the compromising positions, yeah. that it can be a temptation of the enemy to lie or cheat, to get ahead, to get a yes on this proposal or get them to accept this contract or, I mean, those are also temptations of the enemy. But I believe that, like you just said, when we submit ourselves to God, it's not just submitting ourselves to God's voice. It's actually submitting ourselves to everything that represents and is God. I'm talking about His Word, you know, Him and His Word are one. And so I, you know, sometimes, in, and I don't know about you, Elijah, but sometimes I hear some of our young believers, especially some of our millennial and Generation Z believers, yeah. um, want to submit to God's voice, but somehow think that God's voice is not synonymous with His Word. Come and on. oftentimes God is speaking or has already spoke to us on that topic through His Word. But I find that sometimes when we want God to say something else, We want God to say it to us instead of his word, which has already said it to us, which Mm. is one. And so I found that, you know, that submit to God is not just I'm hearing God's voice and I'm submitting to what I hear. But it's also in submission to his word and his word is his will and his will is his way of doing things. So submit yourself to God's way of doing things. And then resist the devil and he will flee. So how can you resist the devil? Uh, um, How how can you do it with strength, with courage? How can you do it diligently? Well, resist is an active word. It's not a Mm. passive word. So that means that I have to align myself with another belief system, which is God's belief system, kingdom way of doing things, as opposed to the enemy's way of doing things. And then that activity is what do I say out of my mouth? Because we know that as faith people, what we speak out of our mouths are very important. What did Jesus do when, when Satan came to tempt him after he had been fasting for a long time? The Bible says 40 days. And what happened? The Satan came, he came to tempt him and Jesus spoke to him. Yeah. He didn't just think him away. He didn't say, "Well, let me go on social media and try to get a strategy." He spoke oh, the words of God that are recorded in the uh in the Old Testament. he actually literally said what God said in his word. And what happened? The enemy flee. He had to flee every single time. So I believe that when we're submitting to God's word, we're also submitting to his way of doing things. And so sometimes as we're speaking, God'll also he'll also take a moment to encourage us through the holy spirit to do what god has said to do i believe that that's actually part of the resisting the enemy that sometimes it may Mm. not happen in that moment but it will happen through our honesty it will happen through our integrity it will happen as we submit to our leader it will happen as we walk in love it will happen as we decide to behave as God has told us to behave in his word and as Jesus has modeled that same behavior for
0: us. Oh, that's so good. Oh man, I hope you guys are taking notes, doing something, man. I tell you, this right here, uh, as as they say in the old church, it's, it's tight, but right. you, you, you know. It's <laughs> tight, but right. <laughs> It's it's, it's, it's some of that good Mm. stuff, man. I I love it. It's it's good. And here's the number one. I was listening to my spiritual father today on a a sermon before I hopped on here to do this with Pastor David. And he said this quote, and I'm going to read it here. The number one reason people don't submit is a lack of faith. I'm going to say that again. The number one reason people don't submit is a lack of faith. And so... Well, what hum, the humility, P- humble people get more grace. We see that it's all throughout scripture, old and new Testament. Well, what is the grace of God? How do we access the grace of God? Well, Ephesians 2, eight: for by grace, are you saved through faith or through the channel of faith? So therefore, if you can't separate grace and faith, then you can't separate grace and humility. Humility is an action and submitting is an action of faith faith without works is dead uh the work here the action the corresponding action is to submit is this humility i'm reminded of the story of um the centurion and uh, he had his servant, right? That was that was that was sick, and and he sent and and he spoke to to Jesus, and Jesus said, "Man, I'm gonna come and heal you, heal your son or your servant." Man, how beautiful is that? The Lord Himself said, "Hey, I'm gonna come to your house, right? And we're gonna go." He said, "No, no, no, I'm not worthy that you come to my house." He, but he said, "Speak the word only." Why was he able to do that? He said, "For I am a man under authority." Uh, Pastor David, can you speak into that? What what did he mean by that when he was talking about a man under authority? This this principle of how he understood authority by being under authority.
1: Absolutely, and um, and you know, once again, you know, the centurion soldier, he was a military man, and so and so because of his training, he understood that not only what it meant to be under authority, but he understood that words carry weight. He understood what it meant to give an order verbally and to not have to second guess whether it was going to be done or not. That once it was even released out of the mouth, you can consider it done, because the corresponding action always had to follow. What's interesting about this story is that the centurion soldier, um, he not only understood authority, but he understood honor as well. Because what he understood was being a centurion Roman soldier, to have a Jew come to his house, he knew would be dishonorable. Because once the Jew stepped into his house, that Jew would be labeled uh, unclean, and it would be something that would defile that Jew. And so he said, yeah. in order for you not to be defiled, because I know who you are, you are the son of God. In order you, for you to not be defiled as a Jew, don't come to my house. I would never want to dishonor you that way by making you look unclean in the eyes of society. So because, he, first of all, honor that. And that's, I believe that once again, that that's, that's one of those things that we're talking about, one of these principles. And so he said, I honor you. You don't have to come. Just speak the word and I understand how authority works. And as you speak the word, my servant will be healed. And I I love this part of the scripture in Matthew chapter eight. It says Jesus marveled and said that he had not found such great faith, not even in all of Israel, in his own hometown, among his own home kinfolks and it's amazing how this man who was a roman soldier had maybe had never been to a church service but understood more about authority than most of the jewish folks and most of the people in israel did which tells us that there is something that is powerful in authority as a matter of fact i believe that the more we understand authority and submission the more it amplifies our faith because That's notice good. This centurion soldier didn't have to go to many church services in order to see a miracle and get Jesus, the son of God, to marvel. Come on. And he marveled because of his faith and he accounted and attributed his understanding of authority and submission unto great faith.
0: I think that that's
1: amazing that God, he doesn't make a separation. He says, if you can understand authority, you can understand the amplifier to your faith. Submission and authority is an amplifier to faith.
0: Oh, that's good stuff right there. Listen, now I'm telling you, the Lord's helping us big time. So here, as we begin to kind of wrap this up and, and uh, man, what a, what a great podcast. The Lord, man, the utterance is so good and strong. I I want to point out here. I just want to give a testimony for my life because, you know, people can be like, well, you know, easier said than done, which I mean, honestly, it's, it's true. You're not lying. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not lying when you say that. But, um. You know, for me, uh, being under the Pearsons, I was under Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons when they were still in Fort Worth as an intern. And, you know, um, I did everything from from call partners to, to sweep floors to, to, to Dustin, Dustin, whatever was needed. You know <laughs> what I mean? And so uh, we did that there. And I tell you what, Pastor David, I didn't want to do all the things that they were asking me to do. Uh I understand. See, see, I didn't want to do all those things, but thank God for the Holy Spirit. See, the Holy Spirit will always lead you in line with the word. He'll, he'll never lead yeah. you contrary to the word. See, some people are saying, well, and, and they, this is pride is what it is. Like like my spiritual father would say, P-R-I-D-E, he'd he spell it for you. This is pride. That's all it is. They'll say, because they don't want to submit really is what's going on. Here's what they'll say. You know, I just, I feel led that I need to start my own ministry. Oh, how many times have we heard that? <laughs> I, 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 I need to start my own I'm start my own work. I'ma go out by faith and we're just gonna nah, honey child, you got offended because you didn't want to submit and then you're going to leave from out from under the umbrella that god had you under that was your protection that was where your your peace was that's where the wealthy place was and you're going to leave that and go out and then next thing you know you hear from them and well actually you don't hear anything from a lot of times or Mm -hmm. they're in a worse shape than in any time in their life why because they left from under the covering because of offense because they got offended because they wouldn't submit so what am I saying? I'm saying, yes, there are going to be times where your flesh is going to scream at you, but you need to learn this two little, this two letter word to tell your flesh. No, that two letter word right there is powerful. If you learn that and put your body under and put your flesh under, what are you doing? What am I saying? Put yourself under. What did, what did Peter say? Humble yourself, under the mighty hand of God. What are you doing when you're submitting? When you're doing this, you're getting lower you're lowering yourself and that's allowing God this is what God's trying to do this is a this is a test this is to get you to grow and develop this is how kingdom principles operate this is how it goes it's a test if if you will stay under God will lift you higher and raise you higher you'll get to a place man look at me I'm out here with a podcast with Pastor David Winston this is God I know this is God you know what I'm saying but it all goes back to a time where you submitted where you said God I'm a do this not unto man, but as unto you. And then God says, I see that. I see your heart. You passed the test. Just like David in the Bible, how how he was submitted uh, to Saul and how Saul was even trying to kill him. And there were times where David had many opportunities to to kill Saul, but he wouldn't do it. Why? Because of this spirit of honor, this spirit of excellence. The Bible says that David had a heart uh, after God's own heart. It was a heart that was submissive. It was a heart to honor. I I got one more verse that I want to share but Pastor David, if you wanted to throw something in there, I'm going to let you do so, sir.
1: I appreciate that. And you're right. Um, and, and I talk about that as well with uh, David and, and Saul. Um, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because David, you know, he could have had every right to do something to Saul. You know, he was being chased down. He was being, um, you know, he was being I don't know. He was just being harassed. And, yeah. and I think sometimes our flesh is searching for ways that we can get the exemption instead of be the example. Mm. And, you know, as we look at Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve lost what they were placed over because they didn't want to be under authority. That's good. Come on. Satan, who used to be Lucifer, he used to serve God but he lost the very thing he was over because he didn't want to be under authority. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that when we don't want to be under authority, we lose the very thing that we've been placed over when we don't want to be under submission. Oh,
0: that's good.
1: And I've learned this one principle from my dad and I never ever forget it. Submission to authority is important because it brings order and order always amplifies the anointing. Oh, that's precious, yeah. Every time. And so we ask, well, why is submission so important to God? Submission is important to God because it brings order, and order amplifies the anointing and makes us more available as clean vessels for God to use so His power can shine forth and we can do what God has called us to do in an even greater
0: capacity. Oh, that's that's just great. Praise God. Here's the last verse that I want to leave you with here. And then I'm gonna ask Pastor David to pray over us. Here in Joel chapter two, verse seven. This is a beautiful thing. He's talking about the the arm the army of God. You know, we're called to be in the Lord's army. And in the Lord's army, by the way, there's rank. Uh oh. Yep. <laughs> they don't like that. They don't like that, Pastor David. <laughs> nope. But in but, but in this army, there is there are ranks. You can't You see, we all, we love to sing the song, I may never, you know, we're singing the song, right? But I'm in the Lord's army. Well, you do realize what you're saying, right? You're saying you're under somebody. Oh, come on now. Because this is how it works in the army. And this is what God's saying. So he's talking about this army in Joel 2, verse 7. It says, they run like mighty men. They climb the wall like men of war. Everyone marches in formation. Watch this. And they do not break ranks. They do not break ranks. So in this time and in this season that we're finding ourselves in, we're in a season where people do not want to submit We're in a season that people uh, have a list of reasons why they shouldn't submit. I mean, and justifiable reasons too. I'm not saying that they don't, that some people don't have a justifiable reason, but at the same time, it does not negate, it does not do away with the principle that God, the Lord Jesus himself showed and conveyed. Jesus himself is the example of total submission. He is the perfect example of total submission. He said in the garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but your will be done, Father. That's what he did, he showed us submission, the beautiful thing of submission. So Pastor David, would you pray over us, sir, as we begin to wrap this up? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us this opportunity to
1: receive of the word. And Lord, I ask that every word seed that has been planted during this time, go into every heart and bear forth much good fruit that we would understand our responsibility as kingdom citizens and as believers to be submissive, to submit to authority, that we understand that you want to give us more authority, Father, but you are preparing us for authority with current authority. Lord, I ask you that you give us a humble heart, and a heart that seeks to not elevate self, but seeks to see you elevated, that you be high and lifted up. We thank you, Father, for giving us wisdom and how we deal with those who are under, our supervisors, our bosses, our elected officials. Heavenly Father, show us how we can be a good godly influence to everybody that we've been placed under, that we will be a blessing to them and not a burden. We thank you, Father God, for it in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Praise God. That's beautiful. Hey, uh, Pastor David, tell us about uh, the leadership thing that the Lord's put on your heart, what you guys are doing, the courses you have, all that good stuff. Give us give us some information about that. Absolutely. Well, you know, God spoke to my heart this
1: year and um, he spoke to my heart back in this spring and said, I want you to prepare the body of Christ position to occupy positions of power and authority. Um, and I said, okay, God, well, what do you want me to do? And, you know, we see all the craziness that was happening in the world. And God said, I want you to do an online leadership school. And I said, I don't know nothing about no online leadership school, but how many of you all know that Come just on. cause you don't know about it doesn't mean that God will say, oh, okay, well you get a pass. And so, <laughs> yeah. so I begin to research and Elisha, I tell you that in 84 days, mm. I started from the seed of the thought being planted in my spirit by the Holy Spirit to launching this full uh, leadership institute. It's a 12 week online leadership e-course that trains and equips people on how to lead according to kingdom biblical principles. That I set the groundwork with the scripture before each and every lesson, and then we go into all the practical how to's of how to lead well. Because what I feel like is that God spoke to my He said the body of Christ needs confidence and they need competence. Because we have potential leaders who are not confident in their ability to lead. They need to be encouraged. They need to be equipped. They need to be empowered so they can be confident and step up. And then we have uh, current leaders who are not competent in leading. They may love God, but do not know how to articulate biblical principles within their given sphere of influence. So God has given me this this, um, this biblical pattern and he's given me these principles in order to help equip the body of Christ So that they can become righteous leaders because we know it says in Proverbs chapter 29 it says when the righteous are in authority the people rejoice but when the wicked are in authority the people groan so it's time to start to get ready so that as God is replacing wicked leadership and as he is doing away with this leadership and that leadership we are ready to occupy these positions of power and be the righteous leaders that God has called us to be and so this 12-week online e-course is practical, it's pragmatic, it will teach you quickly how to lead, how to deal with conflict, how to deal with mistakes, how to lead yourself well, how to have credibility and integrity and honesty, how to identify your brand of leadership. As a matter of fact, in lesson five, we talk about leadership is a two-way street. And so we talk about how to lead up and how to be a leader to your leader and how to lead down, how to be a good leader that other people want to follow. We talk about vision. We talk about um, how to encourage your team. We talk about really people skills and how to be a better communicator and how to respond to mistakes and all of those other things. It's so good. And so I want to encourage everybody who's listening. uh, God is calling you to more and everybody on this planet that God has put and he's called is called to be a leader in some form or capacity. So it's time to get equipped. It's time to stop standing on the sidelines. It's time to stop leaving greatness lying dormant inside of you. Let's get some on-purpose training. And uh, you can go to winstonleadershipinstitute.com and check, out, um, check it out, learn more about it and enroll today. Um, it's a 12 week course and it costs $49. I made it easy and affordable, just a one-time cost. It's not a membership. People can go pack and listen to it, watch it as much as they want. And um, and I unlock a new course every seven days and there's notes that people can print off. Um, there's recommended materials and and all kinds of things. Uh, and there are even a few quizzes in there to make
0: sure that people are learning. But but check it out yeah but check it out it'll really bless you no that's awesome uh, you guys do that um man i'll I, i'll shout out one person who i know is listening well, many people many people are listening to this one but i know one person who's listening sabrina johnson i'm gonna shout you out this is something i want you to look into i know you've got some things that um you're doing you're writing the book you're you're looking to help young girls you need to know about leadership so um look this up uh sabrina johnson i'm gonna shout you out by name all right well we love you guys so much for listening to the podcast and being involved in this thing man the lord really helped us pastor david thank you again sir for being here what an honor and a privilege to have you here sir Uh, we value you and we value your gifts so we want to say thank you again Uh, Man, so, so honored to have you, sir. Uh, It was a blessing. So guys, leave a like, a comment, a review. Let us know that this podcast is blessing you today. My name is Elijah Merle. And remember this, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Thank you for listening to the greater than podcast if you'd like to learn more please visit us at murrell ministries.com that's m-u-r-r-e-l-l ministries.com murrell ministries international